0: You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. This is looking at the last of our
1: chapters in the book of Revelation. Yesterday we looked at chapters 19 and 20 and is notable for the setting up uh, of the wonderful kingdom in all its glory. and in particular we noticed and thought about the marriage supper of the Lamb and the mar- and the marriage feast to accompany it. So now we're going into Revelation chapter 21 and verse one. John says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. Now again, very, very carefully, make sure that this symbolic language is carried all the way through. The physical planet and the earth remain. It is man's organisation of things which flees away as a result of the wonderful work of the Lord Jesus Christ and the clearing out of those who would not have him to reign over them. The final destruction of sin and death is foreseen and the new era dawns as the Lord Jesus ushers in the new heavens and earth. And in the 21st and the 3rd verse, I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. The result of this new organisation will give life free from terrible suffering. How can this be? The answer is contained as always in the scriptures, the wages of sin is death. That's where death comes from. And in the fourth verse of the twenty-first, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And in the seventh verse, he that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God and he shall be my son. There is the repetition of this need to be busy and active, overcoming, and you remember, that is being victorious over the things that would hold us back. Verse 8 of the 21st. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers and idolaters and all those shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death and is symbolic And we mustn't be taken in by that. These symbolic words are designed to highlight the certainty of failure to enter the kingdom unless having the victory of overcoming the sin which so easily overtakes us. But how is this to be achieved? John in his little epistle, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So faith has to be victorious and faith is based on understanding and understanding is based on the word of God. And that enables us by doing these things, getting these things into our minds and dwelling on them, as we have been reading. That's how we overcome it. And in 21 verse 9, there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials for the seven last plagues, and said, I will show thee the bride the Lamb's wife. Verse 21 verse 10, and he carried me away in the spirits to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the Holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. And this is the wonderful new reigning people of the new kingdom. The holy city shines with the light of the glory from Christ as the brightness of the jasper stone clear as crystal. A great and high wall encloses the redeemed with the power and spirit of Yahweh, the almighty God. It is important to realize that the holy city community is perfect during the thousand years of the kingdom age. These are the first fruits, but will be added to by the harvest of the earth at the end, when many more will be made immortal, and the bride will then be complete. And having shown John the end picture, As is usual in the book of Revelation, the angel now takes him back to the beginning of the kingdom age to give more details of the bride, the new Jerusalem, whose final glory and completeness has already been shown. During the kingdom, the mortal nations will come and worship at the new temple, the house of prayer for all nations. And the 27th of the 21st, and there shall in no wise Enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. It's not going to be defiled anymore, because otherwise it would go back in the stage that it did in the beginning. Chapter 22, verse 1, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God. And verse 2, in the midst of the street of it and on the side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded a fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. It reminds us all the time, back to the beginning of all these things, when sin first of all broke in and caused all the problems in the Garden of Eden. And now a tree is given that will give them life in the kingdom. The last vision given to John is of a beautiful river flowing out of the throne of the holy city based on the literal temple to be built in Jerusalem. And verse 6 of 22, and he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. And in the seventh verse, Behold I come quickly, Jesus said, Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. We don't know when he is to come, but when he does come it will be quick. In current times the word quickly should be understood to mean by surprise or suddenly. Compare with the foolish virgins. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Jesus warned that he would return as a thief. And he now repeats this twice more in verses 12 and 20. The warning to be ready must be a priority for those who look for him. And he saith unto me, seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book. That's because those people who are still waiting, like us, for him to come, they need that book of prophecy to keep them on their toes and to know what to look for. They are to be left free access for those who wish the inspired guide, to teach them righteousness. And in the 18th and 19th verses it tells us how essential it is not to take away or add to the words of Holy Scripture, to be very careful with what versions of the Scripture we read, that they do indeed contain all of that which has been revealed. And in the 11th verse of the 22nd chapter Jesus says, he that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. You see, as we have seen, when the kingdom is in operation for a thousand years, there's going to come a time in it when the authority and discipline of that kingdom, held by the angels and the saints of God, is going to be relaxed. And men and women are going to be left to do their own thing, to choose what to do, because true love can only come from openness and choice. Mankind is given free choice and if not willing to change can continue as previously, let them be filthy still, but they will be rejected and not go into that final. If perceiving the true value of what is offered then they can proceed to respond to the gracious invitation and share it with others. And in the 17th verse of the 22nd chapter, And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst, Come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. The Father willeth not the death of any, but that all should turn to him. But people decide, so many of them, that they do not want this, and many will still do that. And in the 20th verse, he which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly, even so come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ
0: be with you all. Amen.